You're listening to Working Girl Talk. I'm your host, Abby Zufeld. As a marketing expert in the corporate world and a side hustler myself, you'll hear the real girl talk on all things workplace and work life with me and my inspiring guests who've been exactly where you are. We're on a mission to make your workday better. Now, let's talk. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 93 of Working Girl Talk. Thank you so much for joining me today. There has been a lot going on in the world and just wishing everyone some peace and happiness right now. As always, Working Girl Talk is here to educate and inspire, and that's what we always aim to do here. So we are going to dive into some business headlines, then we are going to dive into today's topic, which has been highly requested. First headline from The Verge, Slack launches Slack Connect and then disables a feature. I use Slack for work, and I saw that they launched Slack Connect which allows you to do cross-organization messaging. So basically you can message somebody outside of your organization. I was thinking this would be a great tool if maybe you worked with a marketing agency, you worked with like a vendor that, that you still work with them for work, but they're not a part of your organization. So you can't message them quickly. Definitely something that could be used for in this capacity. So pretty cool that they launched that, but they actually had to disable a feature because they got complaints from Twitter. So the company is now disabling the option to send a message alongside an invite. So if you're going to send somebody outside of your organization an invite to Slack, now you can no longer send a message with it. So this was in response to concerns that the feature could be used to send abusive messages or harassment with relative ease. That way, if someone knows your email address, they can't spam your inbox with potentially abusive messages. So basically, on Twitter, I saw the example, a guy was using the message like as a test, but you could basically write whatever you want. I was like, well, couldn't anyone write any message bad ever? But if your email, like say you blocked that person, they could still get to you through this message, I guess, by inviting you to Slack. So there's that. And I was thinking about it even further. And typically when you get invited to apps or platforms, it is an automated generated message, not something somebody wrote to you. So I can see that for sure. Next headline, Android users have been waiting to get on Clubhouse because it is currently not available. It's only available for iPhone. We don't know exactly when it will be available. We do have some more updates this week. So TechCrunch reported that Clubhouse recently hired an Android software developer last month, and in its weekly town hall, the Clubhouse co-founder, Paul Davidson, said it's going to, quote, take a couple months, end quote, to make it happen. People are thinking this time frame is closer to late spring or summer of 2021. So there you go. That's all we have. But Android users, there is hope because now they have a developer. Next and last story from The Verge, beginning today... All my Disney Plus users beginning today, they have raised the price by $1 for, so it's $7.99 a month now for new users. I can't figure out if they're raising it for actual current subscribers. I don't think they are. I think it's just for new users for Disney Plus. So there's that. If you haven't been on Disney Plus, it'll now be $7.99 a month or $80 a year. And they did announce this pricing change in December of 2020 and Disney Plus has just been really growing lately. They've they surpassed 100 million subscribers in less than a year and a half, which really be the odds. Like everyone was not expecting that. Disney executives, it was actually reported, 
that Disney executives originally predicted that Disney Plus would amass between 60 and 90 million subscribers by 2024. It's 2021 and they have over 100 million subscribers. So Disney Plus is just really going for it. So they probably can raise their prices and people will still be on it. I know I love Disney Plus. I think it's a really great platform. So there is that. If you are not on Disney Plus, it is a dollar extra now. And that is it for our little news section today. Today, we're going to talk about when is it time to leave a job? It's no one likes to quit their job. It's a tough process. And there's a lot of questions there. This is a topic that has been highly requested. I've been asked about it multiple times. So we are going to dive into it today. And this will be a two part episode. So we are going to talk about when is it time to leave a job? And then there will be a part two in the next solo episode of how to leave a job, how to quit. So here we go. Highly requested. I hope this is helpful. This is just some of my perspectives and I hope it is helpful just to get the gears turning because this is an important decision, but it's something that's going to be different for everyone and it's going to be very personal. So here we go. Point number one to think about when you are maybe feeling that little itch that maybe it's time to leave your job is to ask yourself, is it a bad day? Or is this a constant thought? We all have rough patches at work or a bad day or a month that's crazy. Nobody's job is perfect or the best thing just every single day. But if you feel that anxiety or that dread going into work pretty consistently, it may be time to reevaluate. You can't live in misery every single day if you feel that dread going into work. Think about that word dread. Like that's like oh, that anxiety, that dread. It's not just that, oh, I don't want to get up for work on Monday. No, like dread is a little bit deeper, a lot deeper than that. So if you have that constant dread every single day, it may be time to examine your place at this workplace because look at that span of time. Has this been going on for months? If you've been feeling this way for a long time, it will be really important to assess the causes and why you're feeling that way. So think about the time. Is it a bad day? Because I know sometimes we want to make a rash decision like, oh, I had the worst day at work. I'm quitting. But think about it. Was it just a bad day? And because sometimes we all have bad days. This is something happened that you just didn't like, but it'll blow over. Or is this something that is a constant that you just don't want to be there? I know that sometimes there's days and I've had experiences like that in different jobs where on the drive to work it's like oh man like I wish traffic would just never stop so then I'd be like oh I could call in and I can't get to work today or it can get even darker than that that's how I'll go (laughs) but it can get even darker than that so if you're thinking of all these excuses like oh I wish I could get sick so I wouldn't have to go into work like that's not good and we don't want to live like that so look at that time factor. I think that's an important one to start with. Like how long has this been going on? Is this like an all the time thing or is it maybe you just don't like something sometimes and it's a bad day? Because again, there's no like perfect dream job. Like life is not perfect. We are all imperfect people and perfect jobs and it's not going to be rosy glasses all the time, but you should be proud and like your job and have a love for the work you do. So think about the time frame here. And next would be the assessment of your job and the attitude that you have. So I mentioned it a little bit, but sometimes when we say, I hate my job, 
why do you hate your job? So look into that why a little bit. Look into why you feel that way. Pinpoint it because you can say that blanket statement, but really think about the whys here. There can be very real reasons why you don't like a job. Commute, the culture, the coworkers, the actual work, feeling stagnant in the workplace, or there's even very serious subject matter where harassment or illegal activities, things like that that you don't want to be a part of. Those are very real reasons to leave a job. And I'm not really talking about those today, but those are definitely important and very serious things to consider that you need to get out right away when it's something like that. So think about the why and the reasons why you don't like your job. And a lot of these things like commute, culture, coworkers can have a big impact. So don't discredit anything like, oh, that's a dumb reason not to like a job. Like don't discredit anything. It's you, it's personal, it's your life. And it's very important to know where you're at because quitting and finding a new new job is a lot of work and it's a lot of stress. You need to make sure it's the right thing for you. It's important to pinpoint the why here because then you can ask yourself, is this something out of my control? Attitude is really everything. The more you put out negative energy, the more negative things are and you're kind of just in this spiral, you're Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Be honest. Is it me? Is there something I can do? If it's a stressful client meeting while you don't like your job, is there a way for me to fix that? Is there a way for me to make that meeting better? Or maybe I is there a way for me to not work on that client anymore and then I love my job? So just thinking about it that way too, I think that's important to assess because sometimes when you just want to blame everyone else, We need to look at ourselves too. Like, is there something I can do to make this experience better? Like maybe when you're looking at this, you uncover that you actually like your job a lot, but maybe there's a coworker or a situation that you don't like. So you'll know to, oh, I just need to avoid that. And then I'll like my job. So just really looking at yourself too. And not everything's going to be your fault. Not everything is going to be the job's fault. Like just making sure you're looking at all sides of the story. So you know exactly what the right decision is for you. And say you know you have a bad attitude about work and you hate it, sometimes we can't fix that attitude. Just just being honest here, sometimes you can't change it because you really like you just don't like that job and you know your attitude is going to be bad. Then it may be time to go as well because no one wants to be about a, be around a bad attitude. You don't want to have a bad attitude. The work ethic suffers and you don't want your job to suffer and therefore your reputation and what you look like as a worker to suffer. And workethic.org said, quote, a, a worker with a bad attitude likely won't have ambition, good attendance, appreciation for coworkers, or any other skills necessary for success. Ooh, okay. So making sure that if that bad attitude is creeping up and it's not something you feel like you can fix, maybe it's time to move on because you don't want to have that impression on the workplace. You don't want to be the one that's showing up late and having that impression on everybody. And nobody wants that either in the workplace. Like they want somebody who's going to help and contribute. So if you know that attitude can't change, it may be best for your mental health, your reputation, and for that company to part ways. So that's kind of the other side of flipping it on attitude as well. If you know it's something that you can't fix because you really just don't like this place, also time to move on. I think it's just better for everyone. Next one I want to talk about is growth. Ask yourself, have I learned everything I need to learn here? Is there anything left to learn? Is there anywhere to grow? Am I being challenged? These are all important things to ask because being able to grow in a position 
it's like climbing those stairs, that ladder, getting to the next level. That's so important. You don't want to stay stagnant. Though we think we want no stress and we just want to be comfortable. We can't get too comfortable in a job because then we're not challenging ourselves. We're not growing. And that can actually lead to employee resentment because of the monotony and you feel like you're not being appreciated. So really making sure that you're being challenged enough but also not overworked. So it's that balance here. Like, is there anywhere to grow? Am I being challenged? But also, am I being worked too hard? And this does this not fit with my life? So really trying to find that balance here of that challenging growth factor. And each job really is an opportunity to learn and grow. I would not be who I am today without all of my past jobs, even though I have left them, but I would not be who I am today without them. Like internships, jobs, experiences, things like that. And look back on yours too. You would not be the person you are today without them. Even if maybe you did quit or you didn't love it, they all have something to offer. But sometimes that nagging feeling you just can't ignore anymore that feeling of, I need to get out of here. I need to move on. Sometimes you just can't ignore it anymore. And it may be time to move on. We may grow and our job didn't grow or our job kind of evolved from what it originally was. And we don't like that and we don't want it anymore. Both sides can grow. You staying at a company, like you are not the person that you were the first day you started. And that's great. We're all supposed to grow, but sometimes maybe your position didn't grow with you. So it's time to move on and there could be opportunities to grow within your company but if there's not it could be time to move on as well so if you're feeling that way it never hurts to start looking at other options just to kind of see like does anything peak in my interest out there to kind of decide if this is the factor that's holding you back in a workplace and some other questions to ask yourself in general am i proud to work here Think about that. Are you proud to work for this company, for the leadership, the culture that it provides, the service that it provides? That can be a good, a really a big indicator, a factor of when you're thinking about, is this job right for me? Is it time to leave? If you're not proud of the work you do, that's a, that's a big issue. Like, think about that. Are you proud to work there? Another question to ask would be, fast forward a year from now and you still work at this organization. Are you happy about that? Sometimes if you, if you think about that, maybe you have that instant dread, that instant like, oh no, I feel sick. I'm still going to be working here and here. That can be an, an indicator as well because that kind of shows like, oh, like I don't want my future to be here. I don't have a future here. So kind of thinking about that. Another question to ask would be, think about your best, happiest day working at this job. What were the factors that went into that? Why? Was it the work? Was it the people? Are they things that like, wow, like that can, I can hold on to that and that can keep me going. Like that's actually my job. Or was it something like, oh, like the snacks were really good today and that was the best day ever because snacks, good snacks are not going to keep you happy at a job in the long run. So I like that question too, because then it can kind of pinpoint again, like, why do I like working here? And then if you don't have an answer at all, like I've never had a good day working here, that can be a sign too. And it can kind of lead us to why do I like working here? Why do I not like working here? So thinking about those things as well, are they things that can keep you going? Are they substantial or are they things that are fleeting? Because I know sometimes people really love their coworkers and love the people. And that is amazing. That is such a gift to love the people that you work with, but people can leave. So if ever, if all your friends and your coworkers left, would you still actually like that job? 
So really, again, like we want to put it on these external factors, but thinking about you and yourself, do you like the work you're doing? Are you proud to work for this company? Whether who's working there, like do you like what they stand for and who you're working with? So those are things to consider as well. And a last note on new jobs. A new job can be very stressful, cause a lot of anxiety, and it can take a while to settle in. And I know sometimes people struggle with this as well, that you start a new job, oh no, I do not like this thing, I should have stayed at my old job, can I get my old job back? I do not like this. But new job anxiety and stress is very normal. I found a stat from Debut Careers. They did like a study. For 9% of respondents, it took them around 10 to 12 months to settle into a job. Another 9% reported taking an entire year to settle into a job. Generally, it shows that two-thirds of people will settle into a job in around three months' time. (laughs) If you feel like, oh no, I'm not settling to my job, did I make a mistake? You are not alone. It takes a while to adjust to a new job. And I think that's something important to think about too, that even as you start a new job and it's going to be the dream job, it'll take a while to kind of feel comfortable in that role. So don't discredit it right away. New jobs can be stressful too. So it, it just takes some time. I agree that about three months you start feeling comfortable but I think it's true that you really start like oh I belong here I'm in it about 12 10 to 12 months hopefully that helps you feel a little bit better so those are kind of the things I want you to be thinking about as you're exploring this topic there are so there are many reasons a job may may not be a good fit for you it's your life you only have one life so it's okay if you've outgrown it or decide that this job is not for you There will always be good and bad in a job. It's just finding that balance that fits you, fits your life. What once was a good fit may not be now. You're the only one that can make this decision. And I hope these prompts help you figure out your path if this is something that you need help with right now. Most importantly, you have to be respectful to your workplace and you have to be grateful. A job is a wonderful opportunity and someone may be wishing for this opportunity that you have right now. Be respectful to your workplace, even if you don't want to. Learn all you can while you're there. And we will dive more into this part in part two in the next solo episode about how to leave your job. And that is it for our episode today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was valuable to you. It really is a personal decision. And I wish you the best of luck because this is not an easy decision to make. And it's really just personal for you. So I hope some of these, if not all of them work for you, some of them do. And you can kind of pick and choose what to focus on and how to examine this. And lastly, we end the show with a Friday favorite, something that I like that week, something that I'm obsessed about right now that I want to share with you. And actually, if you made it this far into the episode, you're getting a little bit of a sneak peek to something that I'll be talking about more in the coming weeks. Working Girl Tech has launched an Amazon shop, an Amazon storefront. So you can buy products that I talk about and products that are related to the podcast because I get questions about that a lot too. So that link is in the link in bio on the Working Girl Talk Instagram to the Working Girl Talk Amazon storefront. So it has the microphones I use, the headphones if you're interested in podcasting. It also has my backdrop I use if you guys have ever seen my pink backdrop and some workplace supplies, some office supplies, and it will continue to grow and get better. So be on the lookout for that. I'll be promoting soon. Got a little sneak peek because that is something I'm excited about and that is a variety favorite. Thank you so much for listening. If anything resonated with you today, please share the podcast with a friend who needs to hear it screenshot the episode while you're listening share it to your story thank you so much for your support i am wishing you the best work day ever i will talk to you next week